Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to episode number 20 of the Bender Blend podcast. Uh, you'll notice my voice is much deeper. It's because I'm fighting a cold. Uh, it makes me sound way more deep than I really am. Kind of awesome. Uh, this was a great episode. We had a special guest, Justin Carpenter. Um, he makes these really cool hats. His brand is El Rancho Carpintero. Check him out on Instagram. He's got a cool story, lots of cool pics. Um, he's an awesome dude. We had a lot of fun talking with him. He's got a wealth of knowledge and history about California and his family involvement uh, moving out here. It was a really fun conversation. Thanks to Josh Diaz and Gabby for being there as well. Hope you guys enjoy. Stay tuned. Episode 21 is coming soon. Cheers, everybody. Oh, that was money, Gabby. <laughs> Better than Henry. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Bender Blend. Welcome back. We got Gabby here today. I'm back. She's back. Uh, Josh Diaz liked it so I'm much he came here. back. For, no, that's not true. You are here because I'm going to make eye contact with you. <laughs> and then a uh, very special guest today, Justin Carpenter. Woo! Thanks for being here, dude. Woo! You're welcome. Uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. I'm stoked to have you here. I think I talked about having you on like months ago and finally it worked out. Um, I guess let's get a little background from you. I... I want people to go check out your stuff uh, on Instagram at El Rancho Carpintero. That's it. And uh, you shape and make these rad hats. And I was always, I'm curious, like, how'd you get into that? Is it a family business or is it something that you kind of felt? How'd you fall into that? Um, well, uh, function. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I had a necessity for a hat. And I had a hat and I had some anxiety about messing up the hat. And so, uh, hat stress, it's like brand new white shoes in seventh grade and you're worried about getting that first scuff, (laughs) right? And that's no way to go through life with your new hat. So uh, the search was on for a, uh, a different hat body and I found one and then I wasn't happy with kind of the way that they were looking and I couldn't find them in my size. Yeah. So, and I think what's that saying? Necessity is the mother of invention. Yep. Absolutely. So, um, I filled my own need. That's really cool. Man. Yeah. Wow. And then I just, I got such a kick out of doing it. It was really a, a an enjoyable process. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and I loved how it was a really functional thing that I was right. doing. Like I, I think, I don't know. The, the function was a big part of it. Yeah. So um, I was like making a little tool. That's awesome. Sunshield. So. That's really cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, because I think, the you know, all of us have our little creative endeavors. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if, if any of us have ever answered in that respect of function. Mine has always just been like, oh, it's like a pipe dream kind of thing. Like, right. my creative endeavors come up as, I guess, I mean, I, I, you could argue it's a function. It's as functional, like relieving stress mm-hmm. painting does that I mean, playing music but um that's really cool man i uh <laughs> i i think i met you what was that about two months three months ago we had a conversation with the last makers uh makeshift makers market at bang the drum and remember yeah i, I kind of was i was walking around the booths and i definitely like was drawn to your booth because i saw these rad hats and i was like and then I kind of learned a little bit about you, and I was like, man, this, this guy's awesome. And I know we had 
brief conversation, but um, I'm glad to have you here because we've got a lot of stuff that we talk about on the podcast, and it all involves creative people and creativity and yeah. what does it mean for you to create and you know and there's always more stories behind the initial like you you know you started doing it as a function and now mm-hmm. it seems like you know I've looked at your Instagram and I always see your little live videos it's it's become a pretty cool way of telling a story it seems like for mm-hmm. you very much so yeah um, I feel like it's authentic because I don't the the motivation is a lot of self-discovery in terms of the way that I imagine the hats before I make them. Yeah. And uh, that all comes from discovery of, of family history and genealogy and stuff and California history. Yeah. Um, and so that's a big part of it. Um, and then, you know, I, I was doing a lot of soul searching, mm-hmm. um, having had a couple of different jobs for a relatively long time in today's age yeah. um, and I knew that I always wanted to sort of express myself creatively mm-hmm. and I was married to a person that was an artist who's an actor yeah. and I would get asked the question like in being out somewhere people that weren't in that world um, would say oh are you an actor too because uh, I'm pretty yeah. outgoing and mm-hmm. can be charismatic when I choose to be and, <laughs> and yeah. um, I would had this response that I have wondered about since then, which is like, aren't, aren't we all? Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. That's and, a good answer. But it was spontaneous <laughs> and sort of tongue in cheek. It wasn't like a philosophical asking right. a question. It wasn't a purpose driven answer to really yeah. take a conversation there. Right. Um, but since then, um, I've thought a lot about that. And so I think, yeah, the creative process yeah, we're all actors. Life is art. Um, I believe in those things. Um, so I'm just searching for more Muppets to get to interact with in life every day. Yeah, it so. seems that way, man. It's, it's, and what a cool, I mean, I think, if I remember, you're based out of like Thousand Oaks. Area. That's correct. Okay. That's where I grew up, yeah. Um, and I mean, what a cool, it seems like you've made a lot of awesome connections up and down the coast. Mm-hmm. And all due to, you know, traveling with these cool hats that you mm-hmm. make. And that's that's something, you know, that's, I look at that and I'm just like, it's a lot of, because a lot of what I do is just, I'm not really sharing my art, mm-hmm. my art piece, my little paintings, you know, I'll mm-hmm. show friends and stuff, but mm-hmm. there's some to the, that functionality of those hats. It's like, that's a, it, it's a cool conversation starter. Like, you know, a lot of people would just be like, oh, you know, oh, a hat, but you seem to have a good way of drawing people in and like sharing a story and like making it a personal experience. And mm-hmm. that's, that's really cool. And I know Thank Henry you. was kind of blown away. Um, when he came to the podcast one day and he had the hat and I knew right away, I was like, that's a Carpintero mm-hmm. hat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, he's like, man, he does, he just does something like it's so it's such a personal experience and it's, you know, I was like, well, that's the way to do it. If you're going to do something like that, mm. You know, and I think other people try and do that, but it doesn't seem like they do it as well, maybe. Thank you. But yeah, it's, I'm Thanks. impressed with what you do. And um, I, the other question that I have too is the material. I don't really know what material it is. Mm-hmm. What is it? What's the, I guess, how do you start with it? How, mm-hmm. do, how What would you go ground up? You get, you get your basic shape and then. Well, um, there's a microeconomy for palm in, okay. in Guatemala. And so um, 
a person will harvest palm leaves that have yet to open, mm -hmm. that are supple, and um, they are bleached in the sun. And then those are sold at a market to a person who, like a family probably, that braids them. Okay. And then the hat is woven in a spiral um, on an old-fashioned treadle sewing machine. Um, and that they that's sewn out of those braids. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, it, and then I buy the the open crown unshaped hat bodies, okay. and, a, and I select a um, a brim length and a crown height if I can, mm -hmm. and combinations of, of those two selections, and then I imagine the different kinds of uh, shapes that are possible for that, and yeah. kind of just go for it. That's um, awesome. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, you know, all the self-discovery stuff is very meaningful for me right now. And so yeah. that's how I'm choosing to express it um, as part of the California history and self-discovery journey that I've been on. Yeah. So what, uh, have you seen any, I, I mean, I imagine you've seen some old photographs and you mm -hmm. see the hats that those guys and gals mm -hmm. are wearing. And I'm sure that's some mm -hmm. inspiration too. You see that and you're like, that shape, like let's yeah. bring that shape. Cause it, yeah. you know, that. Well, it it hat hat making has has been mechanized for yeah since the industrial revolution sort of, mm -hmm. um, and John Stetson made made a pretty the Stetson the yeah, cowboy hat yeah yeah um, and those are all you know fur hat bodies originally and came from the fur trap uh, fur trapping and, and trading gotcha. um, economy and my great 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 grandfather did that oh, um, wow. okay. when he came from Kentucky to California. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that family name Carpenter arrived in, in California in like 1832. And that was before John Stetson was doing that, um, was shaping hats. And uh, so yeah, um, before California was a state, um, he was here and he had a soap factory that did really, really well um, near the Mission San Gabriel. And uh, so the, the inklings of, of this for me was, um, wanting to create hats that were inspired by that era. Right. Um, and, I, you know, it, it's it's a, a different look than the traditional cowboy hat look. Definitely. I yeah. can shape a cattleman's crease if people want a cattleman's crease, but I prefer to sort of keep it pre-United pre, uh, States yeah, stylings I, I, when I, possible. I dig it, man. That's it's Because it catches your eye right away because it's not, you know, it's that, like, look over that's not a cowboy hat that's mm -hmm. something else and that's part of also why I had to walk over I was like that's not you know that's a unique look to it yeah. finding out that you shape it by hand and I was like that's so cool yeah <laughs> it feels good thanks yeah. it's like sculpting a little bit mm -hmm. um, and some things just feel easy to some people and it felt easy to me yeah um, and felt like a natural expression of what I was learning. So that also felt really good. Yeah. And it was an authentic expression of me. Um, so that also felt really good. And, uh, and yeah, it was just like a little baby explosion or flower yeah. blossoming sort of happened. And then the momentum carries. Mm -hmm. That's something we always bring up on the show is the momentum. You know, we're on episode 20 mm -hmm. and it took me took me a while to get here but mm -hmm. it's like once you get that look you plant your little seeds mm -hmm. along the way and mm -hmm. stuff starts growing up mm -hmm. and, and that's what's been awesome about here is 
um, Josh actually did the logo design for oh, nice. the standard blend, and it was cool. And, uh, and and he brought up a good point too. And when, when he was talking to me about the logo, he's like, you know, it seems like it's pretty localized. Yeah, you have I have friends listening in Colorado. That's mm-hmm. where I'm from. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, yeah, it. And that's I guess I never. I was like, I, I, it wasn't intentional to be like, oh, local artist, but it's like, it's kind of what you have to start with. Mm-hmm. And I was a little afraid for some, you know, it's like, oh, how do you approach someone and say, hey, mm-hmm. I'm doing this thing. Do you want to be part of it? But I've, that's kind of what this is about, too, is mm-hmm. sharing creativity and artists with other people that, you know, and kind of building a little community of creative artists. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's part, and that's why I'm stoked to have you here, because it's like, yeah, you know, add that to your story and just mm-hmm. share that and yeah um, can i chime in with just yes, a question please, okay please. so yeah. i'm just curious about two things first getting, of all can i see so i haven't had a chance deep. to really like hold one of your hats yeah. okay yeah. thank you yeah uh, also I'm, I'm curious about like the chronology of some of the things you described here like you you've talked about um like learning mm-hmm. about uh california history mm-hmm. um and then simultaneously starting to make these hats mm-hmm. so what were you learning this history for was it just out of personal interest or were you yeah um well i think it's so you learn about california history it's part of uh the curriculum for growing up in california and in third grade i believe or fourth grade kids have uh, a part of their um year devoted to the california missions and um, my dad had my brother and I encouraged us to choose the Mission San Gabriel. Um, and so it's family stories that um, in recent times have been able to be validated by Ancestry.com and um, 23andMe and certain DNA things because family stories are family stories and families get broken up and that sort of thing and so you people pass away and you you never really necessarily have a chance to interview your grandparents or your your cousins or whoever it may be and you um can't really validate the story Mm -hmm. um and so that's been happening and so i had a background of understanding of general california history from school and in college and everything but then uh as my parents were part of a historical society that was near the missions, <clears throat> excuse me, near the mission San Gabriel, um, and we did 23andMe and Ancestry.com, it was like, oh, it turns out it's true. Yeah, that's got to be. <laughs> so, like, that was a big thing, awesome. like, validating that I'm right. 7% Native American, mm-hmm. Gabrielino, Tongva Indian, and... Um, being able to trace family roots back to like 1700 on my dad's side and wow. to the mission according to baptismal records and that sort of thing. That's really cool. Um, it's, it's, it, you know, it, it's, it, it's emotional because mm-hmm. you don't know those things about yourself. And, uh, like I was saying, I said earlier, like self-discovery, it's, it's been, uh, a convergence of many things that have felt right and right on to do and to keep doing. Um, so it's felt good to do that. That's a, that's authentic. amazing. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah Thank a, you. And what a cool vehicle to get you along the way is that whole hat making. It's like that's. Well, yeah. <laughs> that just seems like such a, you know, that's I don't know. That's uh, it's hard to put words to how that. Well, like, it's it, cosmic. It is. It is. <laughs> it kind of is. Like I'm like I don't, I'm not gonna try and define it, but yeah, that's 
It's um, the cosmic consciousness. That's how I jokingly describe yeah. it. There's a quote from this movie Repo Man from Great the movie. 80s. Emilio Estes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome so, you know, the scene, right? He's yeah. like burning the stuff. Yeah. And uh, it's the cosmic consciousness, man. And so my friend Shane that I grew up with, he and I would say that to each other periodically as a joking reference when right. we were younger. And then as things happen <laughs> and then things happen and repeat and they seem like a nudge instead of just a coincidence, yeah. um, then the cosmic consciousness has been something that I got into meditation and yeah. it's like, maybe they're not coincidences. And so this happening when it did yeah. and c- combined with getting DNA results and all that kind of stuff and having wonderful conversations with my parents and learning about them and then validating these stories that are hearsay until they're no longer hearsay, according to science anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, That, that, uh, that felt right on. And then it's just a really good product that I believe in. I worked for Patagonia for a long time. So, so, uh, so you had a little background. Yeah. Okay. And I sold products that I believed in that were super durable and, um, function driven. And, and, uh, you know, when I was a kid, Patagonia store was like, I would go there for climbing stuff and, um, and it was like uh, it was like going to a hardware store, but for for yeah. climbing. And so, yeah. um, the stuff was built to last. And so I feel the same way about these hats. It's a really good, durable product. And I wouldn't be, I ain't into selling city slicker hats. I man, <laughs> and I appreciate it. And, it, and it, this the Central Coast seems like a great spot for you to. Mm. And no yeah. dig on the on the hipster kids, but right. it's like you see, it, it's like that. Styles getting more, more and more popular. Right, it's, you're hitting a good strike. Yeah, you're the perfect timing. Yeah, and man, I, you know, it's that. That's funny that because a couple episodes ago we were talking about well, kind of we didn't call it the cosmic consciousness. I wish mm-hmm. we would have, but we were talking about the muse. Mm-hmm. You know how do you because we all struggle with that inspiration mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like when you feel it it's it doesn't feel like that came from me did that come from mm-hmm. me no that had to be like a nudge in the right direction right. somewhere else and you know I'd, I'd have to do a deep dig and think about how I, and part of it I think I talked about it in an earlier episode of how I finally got this started the podcast it was telling complete strangers that I had a podcast right and then it was like I better do a podcast. <laughs> like, it was my, I, I, I kind of had to like force, you know, it was that, you know, well, I can't be a liar. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that was kind of my. You backed yourself into a corner. Yeah. Right? yeah I was like, well, I got to get out of it now. But it was, you know, the, the idea was always there, but mm-hmm. you know, and it, I just happened to meet Gabby and um, the rest of the crew at bang the drum and mm-hmm. that. And I was like, think about that. It's funny. It's like, I've met all the people that have been on, here mm-hmm. at Bang the Drum, mm-hmm. or through somehow through that, I'm like, oh, Bang the Drum's got a, a cool little pull of, you know, it's a creative hole. energy. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. So that's I always I always try and remind myself and say it too. It's like, hey, thank you, Bang the Drum. Yeah. Whatever you may be, not just a love attracts love. <laughs> yeah. It's the law of attraction. It is, man. That's. Um, yeah, I like this. We're getting deep on this one. Gabby, we haven't heard shit from you. Do you want to, you want to chime in? Do you have any questions for Justin? Or do you want to add something? Or cause Well, the last time that you and I had talked, because we really we got deep into our mm-hmm. conversation, um, it. too, mm-hmm. about like the cosmic consciousness. And I mm-hmm. showed him a, uh, this painting that I made, and we had 
talked about like mm-hmm. how was it the day before that you had mm-hmm. seen that mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. and um in this painting maybe we can put on uh, on social media i haven't shown it beyond our group well you need one to, well now it's out there <laughs> people are gonna want to see it now so pressure to paint it yourself. you're in the yeah. corner now she's gonna have to Duh. paint it <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have to paint it now <laughs> um but it's a painting of like of the cosmos of a universe making love to a woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I've seen that. That's mm-hmm. right. That's a cool piece. Um, and but it, when we were talking about that, it's like it's it's because uh, I've always been driven. A lot of the things that I that I um, paint or draw always have to do with the cosmos because I feel like it's something that's that's always fascinated me. But it's uh, it's like an internal calling that I always have to express it through. Um, mm-hmm through uh, some sort of medium and you and I feel like with your hats it's almost like you can't control it mm-hmm. it's something that it's not so much a choice as something that you are it's your destiny mm-hmm. and you're meant to do that mm-hmm. to express this sort of um, natural calling mm-hmm. that you're yeah. you were put on this world to do to continue to continue a story mm-hmm. Um, and it's amazing that I cannot imagine what it would, what it would be. I am crazy to do, um, with 93 and me, mm-hmm. um, 93 and me, 23, 23. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> they they stepped little, it up. Whoa. <laughs> I got full alien right now. <laughs> I was like, wow, I think, yeah, you might be from a different planet. Which is awesome. Pretty sure I am. <laughs> She's evolved. <laughs> That's awesome. Um... <laughs> Uh, the what that would be like to get to know, uh, to get to see what made you, mm-hmm. and the the story before you, mm-hmm. and what you're continuing, and the the contribution that you're bringing, mm-hmm. um, to that story. Yeah. Um. Just to add to that too, I wonder if you've got, if you see this going building on something else maybe like would you ever consider doing like a book accompanied with photos of, and building your own history of I think that being and I'm not saying yeah. do it but it's like no, man no. I could see that you know it being its own like people that's history in mm-hmm. itself of like the history of El Rancho Carpenter right like, well you know th- there's a lot of things that we've discovered um, and uh different people tell different stories about the same thing it's mm-hmm. all about your perspective True. and so um, some of the validation that's happened regarding the historical side of the story is um, been uncovering things in books that were written about my great 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 grandfather yeah. um, and his arrival in Southern California because he was one of the first Yankee Vaqueros they call him what was his um, name? Lemuel Carpenter great name wow. yeah that's an awesome name. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah thank you. Um, yeah, Lemmy. So, uh, yeah, so he got here, and apparently he maybe showed up like naked um, and afraid. We were talking about that earlier, um, but uh, yeah, I think he was. Um, he stopped in Taos, and so I lived in Santa Fe for a while. So I went to the Santa Fe Public Library with my dad a few years ago, and uh, there's a volume of. 10 books about the fur trapper and traders of the, of the far west yeah. um, and there's a chapter on him and his story and um, he uh, made his way from Kentucky and was, was um, 
trapping and trading and then got a job and I don't remember in what city along the Santa Fe Trail but he had a job I think driving either a, a bunch of mules or mm-hmm. horses here and then got caught by some of Native Americans along the way yeah and they basically like took everything and so I think he wow. crawled like out of the San Gabriel Mountains that's great. That's <laughs> awesome. naked. Crazy and afraid. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then he made his own way. He kind of started with nothing and uh, had a soap factory. And so part of the story that I tell with this is like, I don't always um, do money exchanges for the hat. Sometimes I do trading, which is how the economy was in California before yeah. um, the United States um, invaded. And uh, so. Um, that feels really good to me. It feels feels like right um, to do trades for what people have in abundance, and so um, a lot. Another thing that I say is, you know, let your life decorate your sombrero, which is um, just like what you naturally already do. The, the your journey along the way is the kind of feather in your cap that you can put and decorate your hat with. Um, and so I try to keep them pretty plain and look at them kind of like a canvas yeah. um, for people's life and self-expression as much as possible. Um, that's at least my instinct is to do that it that is, way. <laughs> um, gave me some goosebumps. So <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. That's really awesome. That's epic. Uh, that so, is epic. That's yeah. very epic. Yeah, so anyway, he arrived and yeah. uh, started a soap factory and um, did really well with the soap factory and then was able to save money and buy a marry into a family that and buy a, a huge rancho in near the mission called Rancho Santa Gertrudis okay. um, and so validating that is part of why El Rancho Carpintero is called El Rancho Carpintero because gotcha. the discovery of that and the validation of that has been really meaningful to my dad Yeah, and absolutely. so that's just why I decided to call it that um, as sort of an homage to my parents I love it you answered the question I didn't even have to ask mm. Because like, that was a, my next question was where the name came from. Mm-hmm. Um, that's awesome, man! What a what a great what a great discovering story for you. That's that's inspiring for me, man. Like that that makes you know, and I hope people listening, and I think they will. Mm-hmm. You hear that, and it it, it, it is inspiring because it's like there's a lot. It's it's kind of that mystery, and mm-hmm. also the valid. You're like, well, yeah, what if? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. On my mom's side, my cousin Jane is kind of doing that with with our with my mom's side of the family, and it's really cool. She's found a lot of story, and mm-hmm. and I'm glad that she's doing it because it's it, it's important, and you do discover new things about yourself and the family, and it's like wow, you know that those stories that right now I'm like already thinking like man, I need to that's inspiring me to dig into my father's side my you know my dad passed away when I was 15 mm. so I, you know we have grandma oh my god my grandma's left and my uncle but it's like and I have all this history she has this she's saved god bless her she's uh, my grandmother saved a bunch of old photos mm-hmm. some histories from the uh, from my my dad's side of the family mm-hmm. and that's something I'm like well now like I don't have an excuse I need to dig into that because there's some great stories and inspiration in there can I make a recommendation please yeah uh, do a podcast with your family yeah and uh, yeah. W- warts and all right because <laughs> we've all got warts right uh-huh. and um, so so uh, highly recommend that and then use the pictures as a catalyst to trigger memory 
and um, get the stories behind the faces because that's the big question when we come across a photograph. Even on the street that somebody threw away, pick up the photo and you go, What's the story? Exactly. Who is this Mm -hmm. and what is their story? And then because you have have empathy naturally and you want to relate to them. And so then you either keep the photo or you throw the photo away, right? But because you have that resource of your grandmother um, and other people in your family, you can try to get the stories behind that and try to milk the details for all they're worth. You know, that's like the beauty is in the details as far as I'm concerned. Definitely. I agree. And, uh, I'm definitely going to put more pressure on my brother Thaddeus because Mm. he seems to have an uncanny memory Mm -hmm. and there will be times when I'm like I'll remember it a certain way he's like no it was actually this and he can remember a piece of clothing someone was wearing and I'm like no and then we look at a picture and he's nailed it and we're like what? Mm -hmm. Is that you? My my spirit animals are the tortoise and elephant great memories um yeah i mean taurus is i'm so busy remembering and so busy like mm-hmm. when i'm when i'm super turned on and really like just in my element um yeah. i remember that kind of stuff and my friends look That's at really me cool. like i'm lucky enough to have many lifelong friends yeah. and they look at me like you are out of your mind <laughs> yeah like I mean. because i did have that shirt and now i wouldn't have remembered that i had that shirt that my parents and i got mm-hmm. on Kauai when i was 13 and i you know um and, yeah. until you said it and right. now you've said it and you're it was that color and we got you know like <laughs> that's so cool so um <laughs> the awesome. opposite i guess it's like a talent but it, it really yeah. bloats my stories where it's like, okay, bro, glance <laughs> <laughs> at watch. Like, I'm uh, like, but let me tell you about the log. It's incredible. That, you know what? That's, that's... That reminds me of the Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> exactly. The whole chapter is dedicated to the turtle crossing the road. Yes. I mean, exactly. It is valuable, though. Like, I, that's funny that you say that, but it's like, there is definitely value in that. And I'm, you know, there are moments when I think I have this memory nailed down and then I'll I kind of consult with Tad and he's like yeah this oh, actually and it, that's that always plays into like you said it kind of stirs when you talk about something like do you remember that yeah, yeah and then it like something happens in the mind and you're like yeah details start swimming back up because I've had one of the scariest things <laughs> I think is not remembering certain years and mm-hmm. I've, I've had that in the, I, I definitely have moving out here away from my family it's made me kind of miss them more and mm-hmm. think about stuff and memory and it's just and maybe it's my age I'm you know entering my middle 30s and mm-hmm. I started thinking about it, like man I was 15 18 years ago what so I'm like well what 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 did I do when I was 15 and it's all some of it comes back and some doesn't I'm like and some of my grandma told me a long time ago she was like your dad wrote down a lot of things and mm-hmm. so I write down I have mm-hmm. like True. eight of these notebooks mm-hmm. because I don't have the luxury of having an awesome memory so I do now it's like it's not quite journal is it journaling because if I go back and write, <coughs> how dare you no, I'm just <laughs> um, it's not quite straight a lot of people are gifted with really good detailed journaling and I go back and I just kind of make bullet points yeah but it's like man it's it's valuable because I love those are triggers yes exactly and I love going back through these notebooks and just being like wow that's where my brain was at Mm -hmm. two years ago you Mm -hmm. know and that's what I was doing okay Mm -hmm. 
And so that's what I'm like, I'm making it a habit now because it's like, man, there's, it's, it's that's that gold. storytelling and it's like, I want to know. And you, you know, know who wants to know? Your kids want to know. Right. Other people that love you. Yeah. Want to know that. Exactly. It's important. They want to sure. know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what I think about too is, you know, I've got a niece and a nephew and I don't plan on having kids, mm-hmm. but it's like for anybody, like you said, in my family, it's like having that connection of like the history and I know Jane my cousin she's she fun, she knows that importance mm-hmm. and that's why she's digging deep and mm-hmm. it's like and that inspires other people to do stuff and absolutely. then you find out you had a musician in your family right like, oh I gotta go find their records right. and music you know absolutely it's like that's and awesome that's, that always comes up in the podcast is a recurring thing is inspiration yeah because it's being it's hard being creative yeah day in day out mm-hmm. like, you know we get burnt out and some mm-hmm. days it's not happening and mm-hmm. um and something we always do is we always talk about our weekly inspiration mm-hmm. or over the weekend because it's a monday i always ask everybody and we'll do that a little later mm-hmm. we're, we're still fresh into this mm-hmm. but if you have any inspirations that you've had i, I mean we'll share we'll just go through that now if you yeah, want sure but, um I always ask him, like, did you see something or watch something or, mm-hmm. t- you know, what was the inspiration this weekend that gave you a little, like, boost in that tank? Um, well, uh, you know, getting, so I think my own internal voice, so I meditate, right? Mm-hmm. I meditate a lot. And uh, I find that um, when I'm really, really quiet and get to the good spot, good place and a really simple reduced place of existence Mm -hmm. um, I'm kinder to myself than I am in like my daily like going through the motions of existence in in our modern world Um, and so uh, I find that my internal monologue tends to be pretty negative and so as I've meditated I've explored why am I so negative why am I so mean to myself in my head why am I not kind to myself why don't I why do I not treat myself like I would treat my friend right why is my inner voice not that way because I'm a really positive person and I'm a very encouraging person and so but I'm not particularly that way with myself and so that's a question that I've asked and so dealing with adversity throughout the course of a day is something that I've been working on um, all the little hurdles you come across and stuff like that so yeah. um, one of the quotes from Yvonne Chouinard when I worked for Patagonia that I like to quote was you know it's not an, it's not an adventure until something goes wrong <laughs> um, yeah. and so on my on my, my journey here uh, I uh, was exiting the freeway in Santa Barbara and uh, smoke started coming in I couldn't tell where the source of the smoke was in the cabin of my car, Ooh. and I rolled I rolled up the windows, um, and that's then the smoke started happening, and I thought it was coming in through the vent, and I'm like I'm about to die in a car fire, oh and uh, it ended up turning out that it was the I think the motor for the power window oh, on wow. on the driver's side, so it all got heated up, and I went to my meeting my hat fitting in Santa Barbara and went to the store, and. Uh, couldn't get the windows to go down and I couldn't get the moonroof open so I had no way to ventilate the car for the rest of the drive from Santa Barbara to here Wow. Um, and I think in the past depending on how much stress I was dealing with I probably wouldn't have been particularly 
smiley after that. <laughs> right. Um, as, you know. Yeah. Many of us would not be. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I just and I, so I've been working a lot on that in terms of like. So that was actually uh, I turned that frown upside down. <laughs> I, I uh, had some tacos and met yeah. a guy and we goofed around with hats and um, continued on my drive and I just uh, dealt with that in a pretty positive, lighthearted way. Yeah. Um, because of sort of that quote and and also just I have a lot of personal work that I've been doing. Um, and so that was really a great thing. And then I got to, like I alluded earlier to, like, just searching for other Muppets to goof around with in life. Um, I like that. But, I call people Muppets, Muppets yeah. from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. That's, like, my happiest Same. zone is yeah. Muppetdom, like, just do, being and doing that. And That's awesome, man. Um, so I got, to go to the, I got to go to the Maker's Market yesterday. Yeah. And... Um, when I get to teach people or interact with people, I play with language a lot, and uh, I get to play with hats in those settings, and that those are big. That's big for me. Like the money part of I, that I make is not. Right. I'm not going to be a, a Brazilianaire selling hats, <laughs> um, but uh, I'm going to get rich in other ways. <laughs> right. And um, yeah. So that's 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 the answer like the maker's market and uh that's awesome my, my car dying slightly by degrees has yeah. also been wonderful can um, we dig into the muppets a little bit just a little sure. bit? please explain elaborate <laughs> muppeting and and the, everything that involves this terminology well my favorite show as a kid was the muppet show yeah and uh <clears throat> my favorite hosts of the muppet show were crystal gale and john denver and they're both really good singers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so I loved that show, and I loved the uh, ease and the uh, theater and the singing and the general silliness of it all in any setting. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how I've existed through life, I think, a little bit. And that was how I expressed myself. That's how I learn. And that's a big behavior problem as I was getting processed by school for the Industrial Revolution. Like, um, I wonder why. Yeah. Um, You're not fitting into the mold here. Yeah. Yeah. Sit down and be quiet and shut up and learn, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not me. I need to, like, stand up and I need to move my body and, and I need muppeting. to talk about it. And that's, well, yeah, that's, like, what Muppets do. And they're, they're just, angry. like, yeah. totally and silly. And so, yeah, <laughs> look at we've got a bunch of Muppets here. Uh, I, I my love people. it. Mi gente. <laughs> Maybe, Josh, you're, you can, I'll give you a project now. You can draw us all as Muppets. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I'd love That'd to look. Awesome. I, I, yeah, I want to be drawn as a you Muppet. Be Muppet. <laughs> and then I want to have someone make me a Muppet of me that I can carry around with me. <laughs> I've got, be great. I've got a photo for you. Do you? Oh, yeah. Of my cousins. My cousin, so my awesome. aunt and my aunt was an artist, and she moved into Pomo in the 70s. And uh, one, one Christmas, uh, my aunt and my cousin made uh, dolls of my cousins for oh my, my cousins. So, so, like, dolls oh of themselves. That's awesome. That's incredible. Um, yeah, that it's, awesome. <laughs> it's incredible. That and they got, awesome. like, little construction boots because my cousin did cement work. Oh, and, like, it perfect. was, like, to the T. That's wow. great. Those details, man. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Um, Josh, what... Do, I know you're, I'm not going to be like, you're so young because you're not... You are. No, I'm not. You're, 
but also like <laughs> for me I that's funny you said that because I kind of re- started re-watching some of the Muppet stuff and I'm like it is brilliant mm-hmm. it was so I was like man it's it's what was the big they had a few big movies what was the big one in the, the Muppet night? movie the Muppet movie was the, the, fir- the first like one oh no thing, the first right? one oh, okay. I was talking about the right. first one okay and, the um, first one's always best and I, mean, I think so of course but yeah it's just one of those that, that's I'm glad you asked because yeah there's there's a lot of different interpretations I think of Muppet and I've heard and used Muppet in the negative way <laughs> like someone's a Muppet Right, yeah. right. But also, it's like, no, let's say puppet would be better. Right. Sure. Because it's like, no. A Muppets has got life to it. Muppets got life, and it's fun. They're, they're, it's a silly, a silly, silly thing. And that's, <laughs> and that's how I feel like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start saying that more and more. Muppets are real, you guys. They are. They right? are real. <laughs> oh, we'll see there. <laughs> I, I that's the answer my, we're looking for. I catch myself in the mirror doing faces, and I'm like, that's... It's very offensive to say that they're not actually. You gotta make sure that you give their respect, you know. Pay your respect. To call Kermit a puppet would be like. <laughs> yeah. He's a pawn. <laughs> it's already not easy being green. So. That's right. being a pawn. It's like, no, you're a muppet, buddy. Mm-hmm. I got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if there, if I'll, I'll just interject one final yeah, yeah, thing on the muppet please. theme, and that is uh, there's a, a YouTube, YouTubeable. Uh, YouTubeable, YouTubeable video of Crystal Gale on an early Muppet show singing a song. And if you can share that with listeners Definitely. somehow, in some way, that link, I will get you that link. And it's the most beautiful song sung by the most beautiful woman in the history of women. <laughs> okay, I don't, to be quite honest, I don't Crystal even know who Gale. Crystal Gale oh is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I will look her up now. She had dark hair, she has dark hair, and it was like floor length. No joke. Wow. And she's the sister, I think she's the younger sister of Loretta Lynn. Okay. Oh, so she's a part of that I did family. not know that. Yeah. Okay. That Secret actually revealed. And when you said that her name, I was like, I know who you're talking about because I remember that there's that bubble memory coming in. It's like, I remember seeing, or like the Muppet, it was like the lady that sang with him because I always mm-hmm. remember John Denver mm-hmm. hanging out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So at uh, Crystal Gale Muppet. Alpha Centauri, what's. And I'm actually so, so going to go and look that up right now. This please, actual song do is, and it also deals with the cosmic consciousness. Bye, Josh. It's, Thank it's, you. it's perfect. See ya. It's, it's, the perfect, it's the perfect song to share for what we've been talking about oh. thematically. What's the name of the song? Um, do you know? River? Alpha Centauri. Okay, is it okay if we play like a little, that's, yeah. a little that's not it. snippet? That's yeah, not we, it. We just so that's a really cute one because she's walking. Yeah, we can we can do yeah, that. Yeah, it's that one right there. Like I a just, little preview. Yeah. We must believe in magic. That's the one. Okay. Oh. I think Johnny Cash has sung that song too, but it's a it's I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> so good. I don't know how the sound is. That's all right. We'll we'll let the listeners decide. They'll they'll mm-hmm. send comments like, dude, don't. We'll don't just ever do, it on do our that own. again. We're don't. learning by doing. Exactly, but people listening, we must believe in magic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what we could do is listen to that after, after. so we can put As it the on ending. that little speaker. Yeah, yeah. Um, perfect. Because yeah, now I'm curious. I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard. Maybe I have heard that song. It's a classic. Um, yeah, it's a game changer. I love that man. And that's so. As you know, like 
or now you maybe you're realizing this show is very it starts off kind of formal because the listeners don't know you so mm-hmm. we had to get to know you a little bit but yeah. I love that we can segue into a little bit of goofiness and laid back mm-hmm. and it's something you said a little earlier about the negative being negative towards yourself mm-hmm. um, I, I'm very much in that same realm and when it co- and I was flipping back through my notes you remember the it was like episode four I think mm. and we talked about you and this was inspired by my my good friend uh, Kyle Prio my old roommate back in Colorado mm-hmm. and we were talking one day and he was like I really want and I agree with him I was like it's a great way to look at it he's like I want I want to start using creative means to be more positive mm-hmm. whether it's like and because for me, a lot of my, a lot of times, my default setting is being negative. Because it's mm-hmm. just an easier, for whatever reason, it's just easier. I'm, I'm a little cynical mm-hmm. by nature, mm-hmm. but I like his idea. Was just like using art as a positive, mm-hmm. like be, it's, you know, inject some positivity and also being kinder to yourself. That's a big step. And when you do that, at least, and I'm maybe you felt this too. When I do that, for me. My art is better. Mm-hmm. My conversations are better. You're more attractive. I'm more. It's just like it, it is the way you. It is a energy that you put off, and it's, you know, <laughs> I think Gabby probably can vouch for me on a few occasions. Like I can be perceived as maybe not totally like sto like negative, but like stoic or non-feeling maybe sometimes. And I all of it. <laughs> see but that's why <clears throat> that's why I keep you guys around and keep you in check and also that I think a lot of it has to do with age maybe mm-hmm. um, you know I'm 33 going on 34 mm-hmm. and I'm hitting that point of just being like well why why was I so hard you know part of it is it's good to be hard on yourself if it's motivation based like mm-hmm. you're better than the whole like telling people I've got a podcast well mm-hmm. <laughs> you better get cracking mm-hmm. buddy. like hey can't say that and not do mm-hmm. but there was a lot of times where it's it's easy to just be like man that's just like oh you're just you're not it's not worth it you're not like nobody's gonna, nobody cares what you have to say nobody you know it's easy for me to do that mm-hmm. um but being aware of that and meditating on it mm-hmm. is has definitely helped my creativity like i'm more mm-hmm. open Mm-hmm. to trying new kinds of art mm-hmm. playing guitar more mm-hmm. painting more drawing more I suck at drawing mm-hmm. and that's me being negative but mm-hmm. in a fun way I'm like I, I suck right now but I'm getting better that all depends on what you imagine Correct. your drawing to be <laughs> that's in true the future that's true right if yeah. you have an expectation yeah. for what it's going to become because I was the same way mm-hmm. and it doesn't become what you expected it to become yeah. or it's not a perfect whatever, yeah. then maybe that is something that you would say to yourself. But if you don't have that expectation yeah. and you're drawing for the sake of drawing as an exercise, like the point of the journey is not to arrive, like it's, it's mm-hmm. yeah. this self-expression and the end product doesn't matter. That's true. Yeah. That's and that's something like it's a practice, mm-hmm. and that's something I write down. Excuse me. In every podcast, is I always go back to that of be be definitely 
excuse me, be nicer to yourself. Be, and I know I've heard Audrey say that as well. She's like, give yourself a break. And it's like, it's true. Because mm-hmm. then it starts creating this momentum of not it's just... Cool. Yeah, and, and, and the other day I just started kind of drawing to draw. Mm-hmm. And I was just working on basic shapes, drawing a flower, mm-hmm. doing that, just did this and that. And instead of being like, you said that you know the expectation wasn't there the expectation wasn't there it's just let's see what this feels like Mm -hmm. okay okay well that didn't feel right so Mm -hmm. don't you know and that's a good reminder is it's finding the balance of like being just motivated enough to like kick yourself in the butt when you need it Mm -hmm. and a lot of times you're the only one that can do that to yourself um other times i do need people around me and i'm finding that more and more of being surrounded by creative people like I want you guys to kick me in the butt and motivate me and that's mm-hmm. you know doing this every with your Monday. tribe finding yeah, your tribe yeah exactly mm-hmm. and it's you know this has always been a huge help in the last couple of months getting together every Monday and just being like oh here it is like I don't have an excuse you know and, it, and I hope that everybody that walks away from this and people listening is always the hope it's like this is meant to be inspirational Mm-hmm. You know, find your own way to do it and find your own way to be motivated. But that's why it's fun to talk like this. It's like mm-hmm. we're all doing our own little journey. And every, so you might hear it, you know, a point of view that you've never heard before. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of the fun of this. Yeah. Um, and I love having new people on too. And it's especially doing something so different that we, you know, we haven't talked about. We, you know, with a lot of us, we share the same, like, oh, we play music or draw or paint mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's endless ways of expressing creativity and that's that's you know it's, I've always known that but sometimes you kind of forget and you you gotta zoom out though and just be like there are other ways I don't try and limit myself anymore I used to do that I used to be like I'll never draw I'll never paint you know mm-hmm. but now it's like I don't know what I could do I could who knows you know and that's part of the being kinder to yourself and saying like yeah you're you just be open to seeing because you never know. Yeah. You know, people use the dog metaphor a lot these days about being in the moment and use, you know, because yeah. I think that's how we like to perceive dogs as being. Definitely. Um, <laughs> I know Oliver so. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think Oliver tells himself a story begin- before he begins something, right? He's not yeah. like, oh, I'm never going to be good at running after that ball. <laughs> That's a horrible idea. Yeah. Oh, the last time I tried that, it was awful. I fell over and totally wiped out. And, you know, like, yeah. he just does it. Yeah. And even if it's something new, he just does it. And then he's probably not mean to himself or berating himself after he's caught the ball in his mouth for the 20th time. He's probably just like, exactly. I want to do it again. Or he's yeah. like, well, I'm going to lay down now. Yeah. Oh, I'm done. Good. I'm satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's like drawing, right? That's like absolutely just, just podcast, bro. Yeah, man. Exactly. It's it's hard. Sometimes it's hard, and you know the energy thing is big because I know we've all felt it. Like some days, someone in the group comes in with a different energy, and I'm very affected by other people's energy. Mm-hmm. And so, so you know, and, and learning to be a host of like. Let's try it. So I've got to charge the energy sometimes. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's performance. It's, it is, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard. And I, I'm getting a little better each time. You know, uh-huh. there's... there's Sometimes I'm like... I, list, I re-listen and I'm like, wow, it's pretty flat there. 
do do shittier in person. You know, do do more silly voices. Yeah. Be more of a Muppet. Yeah. I right. love that, dude. I wrote that down. I was like, be more like a Muppet yeah. on a day to day because it is like, and I. As well, so I get to go back earlier when I said one of my default settings is to be negative. To counter that, my other default setting is being silly. Right. And I love silliness, and that's why, like, something we wrote down, you need another? Crap. Yes, Um, you guys are mind readers. Right? (laughs) I'm all. (laughs) Something's different. (laughs) But, yeah, uh, I wrote down last week. We were taught, Josh was, it was Josh Henry and I, and we talked about wild comedy in the wild. It's stuff that you're, that happens, and I, I love, I started doing this more and more, writing down things that I, because I love people watching. That's one Mm -hmm. of my favorite things to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I started writing down conversations that I overheard, not in a creepy way, because Try not to be creepy, but right. it's just just snippets and sure. situations where it's just like that's comedy in the wild. Mm-hmm. That's wild. That wasn't mm-hmm. scripted, and that's something I started. Um, and I know that's a pretty good name for something like that. Comedy in the wild. Comedy in the wild. Yeah. Coming soon to Netflix. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. I guess it's always you know, and that's hopefully for you, man. And I pre- I do appreciate you coming in and sure. taking the time, but. Hopefully you can walk away from this with a little bit of like charge. Yeah, absolutely. I'm um, already feeling it. That's good, man. It's and not just the beers talking. <laughs> I was gonna say that usually helps a little bit, but um, but yeah. So Gabby, um, when you were off coughing up along, I'm just kidding. I'm glad that you. I'm made sick, it. everyone. Oh, I know. And thank you for being here. You're welcome. Trooper. Yeah. Um, we were. I kind of started bringing up the weekly inspiration, or you know weekend inspiration and obviously you know one of his big ones was doing the makers market again mm-hmm. and this the meditation and this inner dialogue and um i'm gonna throw to you now and see what you if you watched anything if you've read anything lately saw some art um i think that, that you want to share with everybody well this week has just been rough for me to be able to yeah. feel inspired by anything but it's okay and that's okay when we were talking about <clears throat> being hard on ourselves and also feeling everything that everyone else feels like being so um largely empathetic that it um starts affecting how you feel and you don't know why Mm -hmm. and you don't know if you're actually feeling it or if it's you're just absorbing something or creating something that isn't there and you're not sure so I was um the last couple weeks I've been like kind of like in and out out of town um for my birthday and um and today I've been having a phenomenal kind of last month because I've had so much progress going on in my life like I finally got a vehicle, my first vehicle in, in life. Yes. And I um, I have never felt so elated, this this elated in such a long time where when we were talking about like when you're positive, people mm-hmm. feel it, they mm-hmm. see it. Yeah. Everyone has noted like you look like you're glowing. Yeah. Um, and but to, today was a little bit rougher. So I, I did I did yoga today, mm-hmm. and just kind of like 
question, I'm analyzing how it is that I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I know that it is how it is that I'm feeling. And I ask myself, why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. So I start kind of scanning, um, evaluating, kind of breaking apart like all the events and stuff mm-hmm. that have been going on. And it's, it's really more about feeling what other people feel. And I have to remind myself, and I feel like a lot of empathic people um, have to remind themselves about this too, is you're not responsible for how other people feel. You are not a babysitter for how other people feel. How other people feel is completely their own choosing, and it is not your your duty. <laughs> I said duty. There's the, there's the gutter. Yeah, you know. I'm pretty mild from what I've heard you say before. So. It's not your duty to 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 control or to help other people. Yes, you can um, make conversations, mm-hmm. but it's not your responsibility to absorb what another person is feeling. Just because someone else is feeling a little down or if they're upset with you, mm-hmm. it does not entail and it does not mean that you have to um, take that upon yourself. Right. So um, so while I was in yoga class, I kept visualizing or I kept, sometimes I get these, um, I create the, the images in my mind for what I wanted to and then mm-hmm. I get these inspirations, these pictures in my mind mm-hmm. that what is what I have to do. Right. Um, so I think for my inspiration is going to start journaling and, um, I have this awesome little journal that I got at, um, Aaron brothers before they closed down. Smart shopping. Aaron brothers. (laughs) So sad. I've been there for a long time. I know. Um, and it's the paper was everything that I was looking for because I can write and I can also, uh, do watercolor, which I started getting into to kind of teach myself something new because I was yeah. hated watercolor growing mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's it's going to be... I, and it was just funny because I was talking about it last week. I was like, why don't I, why don't I journal? Yeah. And, you know, and I forget things that happen to myself all yeah. the time. And I would have... And I started thinking like, man, I've been feeling so great the last month. I wish I would have started journaling when yeah. I was feeling that elation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so it's going to be journaling, writing thoughts, mm-hmm. drawing in it, and all that. Whether it be for exercise, and even if I don't want to, I have to for yeah. upkeep. You're saving your story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. Exactly. Well, and another thing that, that you know, it makes me want to reiterate that I have, we haven't gotten deep enough into it yet, but in this day and age, it's super easy to just... And I get it. I totally get the ease of typing. And it's, you know, because writing is a whole, it's a whole different thing. But it's like, man, the amp, something about, for me, the analog style. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Pen and paper, there's this, it's, it feels good to me. And that's, I think you're going to find that too when you, and I, you know, journaling, and like I said, like, maybe not define it. I don't define it as journal. It's just, and maybe that's what it is. But for me, it's just random little thoughts, goofy things. And the more you do it, the more you're going to start seeing it. I go in here for inspiration. I go into that one because you write in it. And it is, it's a source of inspiration for me is to go back and look what other, you know, I make notes on every episode of just like everybody's little cool little thoughts. 
uh, bitter critter was one that cracked me up from Clint. Oh yeah. He's like, hey, being a bitter critter. It's like, <laughs> a great little saying, but you know, it's 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 so easy to just digitize everything mm-hmm. and get and that's one of my I mean and I think we've talked about this a little bit about it's a distraction and sometimes it's good like I like consuming certain media to get inspired mm-hmm. you know other times I, I'll catch myself and I'm just like it's that's not it's not good for me I'm not saying it's not good for everybody maybe maybe it is maybe it isn't you know but for me staying like the screen time thing I've got three books sitting on my little nightstand as a reminder to read to be hey so what I you gotta start what I started doing was moving the laptop around so the books are in front you know Mm -hmm. it's like just little shit like that just to be like hey there's certain ways to become like you know for me I love getting distracted by a good show Mm -hmm. and sometimes that can Mm -hmm. inspire me to go like oh that's a great you know but sometimes it's it gets too much and I have to go back to what I love is books and reading and uh, the journaling thing makes me feel like I'm kind of I still have that little like it's, it's your own little thing you carry it you can carry it around and it's you know yeah you can carry your phone around but it's not the same like having that paper that's mm-hmm. you know it's your book it's your book and that always goes to the whole little Stephen King saying he's like yeah books are portable magic mm-hmm. you know it's like that's great my but, dad's a maniac for books yeah never met a book he didn't like that's awesome insane wow. like the whole house yeah not the whole house it's an exaggeration <laughs> but most uh, of the house but yeah. the whole yeah the whole back of one room the entire hallway his whole office like book 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 book, wow. book too thick yeah reads like just constantly yeah, that's, that's so great. That's something I've, <laughs> I that's a bad good habit. Mm. I start reading a book and then I'll put it down and I'll read another book and then mm. I, I do that too. But it's it depends on what it is too. If I'm reading a novel, I should I try and just get through it because I'll get you know if I take away from that and I like I don't I I lost my place I lost that that good the juice of it but. I guess my weekly weekend inspiration I had was starting to reread some books that I have in my, you know, just going through and just being like, I know I have this book for a reason. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you forget it and it's just sitting there waiting for you. And I opened up a few books and dove back in and it just feels good to just do that. And on the other side of it, I love jumping on YouTube on Sundays. That's like become my little thing. And I just look up. Uh, NPR Tiny Desk concerts and um, and comedy. I watch a lot of comedy and music is like my little Sunday morning routine and just kind of get me inspired like oh, okay start go play some music um, and then watching comedy it's like I don't have any huge aspirations to be like oh I want to go do stand up but it's like there's that feeds my little goofiness and mm-hmm. I love that it's a good energy I can it's positive energy that I want to carry into the day mm-hmm. it's like that can transform into better creative energy mm-hmm. so it's I always, a catalyst yeah, yeah. and that's always something we always look for in the show it's just like what's, what can be a catalyst because people listening to go through this of just 
I'm kind of stuck and that's why we do the weekly inspiration is like I hope people hear stuff that we you know if if it's a link to a song and they yeah. can go check it out and it, it, it maybe it doesn't spark for them but mm-hmm. if it does it's like man that's cool it's creating that you know to get a little deep it's like yeah there's that connection all of a sudden just across space yeah so it's pretty I have neat. a couple of books I would recommend that Please. are along these same lines yeah man Please. Um, I you know I left left my job and did a lot of traveling, and was trying to find my my niche, yeah, um, my happiest, most authentic, genuine place. So I read this book by Sir Ken Robinson, and he has uh, many YouTube videos have been inspired to be created about his talk. And I went to see him speak at the Hammer um, in Westwood. And he is, uh, first and foremost, an Everton fan, not a Liverpool fan. He grew up in Liverpool. And he's a polio survivor. Wow. And he um, is a very, very quick, dry wit speaker. He wrote a book called The Element, How Finding Your Passion Changes Everything. So he's very YouTubeable. He gives speeches, and they're very digestible and funny. He'll yeah. be giggling, but he taught, he's overhauling the American educational system. Um, he defines the element as the intersection of passion and talent and um, that's, a, that's a biggie that our, our school system is kind of um, struggling to get people in that in, to get people good at finding their own element absolutely um, yeah. and then another book that I read is, uh, is The Strengths Finder and that was one that I was given by Patagonia for management um, and uh, it is it might have been renamed something more updated but it's maybe the Clifton Strengths Finder and that is a book that um, is also it comes with a little code and you go to their website and it'll ask you many many questions that will help you identify your five best strengths in terms of a tool to help you find your element because I think what we're all searching for in order for happiness is to be authentic and to feel good about our authenticity yeah. as we're expressing ourselves in our most natural, authentic way. And so as you're talking about a catalyst to help us get to that place of trying new things and yeah. um, finding motivation, both of those books sort of deal with those things. And the element, there, he's written three versions of it. And the first one, it has a lot of examples of people who have found their element. That's like awesome. Paul McCartney yeah. didn't get accepted into music school. There are many people that he is like, and it's not just about artists, it's about science because yeah. state-of-the-art science really is art. Mm-hmm. True. Um, I, yeah. Cutting edge art with new materials and going places that have never been gone before. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, but we need to get better at helping the human race find their own authenticity and find their element so that they can express what we you had mentioned earlier, maybe that thing that they were meant to express in the way that they were meant to express it at the time that they were meant to express it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you could say something really beautifully profound, and if you say it 150 years ago or 10 minutes too late, yeah, <laughs> didn't yeah. do us any good, kind of. Yeah, um, and it no, maybe definitely. didn't do you any good, and by that I just mean like it just it, right. it, timing is a part of it. Definitely. Um, so that's huge. Yeah, those are great books. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you for the recommendation. For sure. That's that clicked in my head, and I haven't read this book yet, but that reminds me. I've been told to read this book as well. It's called The Art of Work mm-hmm. by Jeff Goins, mm-hmm. and 
I mean, it says it on the cover, a proven path. Well, and that's pretty bold. A proven path to discovering what you were meant to do. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's that whole, because that, that is what, you know, the struggle of like, what were we, I still don't know what I was meant to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, but that's, I'm in, I'm enjoying the journey of it. Yeah. And recognizing that that's okay too. You know, yeah. It's like, I have friends that found what they were meant to do mm-hmm. and that's awesome enough. I, I used to get kind of envious and just be like, man, when, when's my turn? Oh, not yet. Just yeah. be open to exploring that and mm-hmm. maybe it'll come and nut, you'll get nudged in the right direction mm-hmm. when you least expect it. So, yeah. Um, Gabby, do you have any book recommendations? The one and that don't I, say Fifty I know, Shades of Grey. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I know you wanted to say I'd say I think I had talked about this before on podcast and it's a pretty it's not a basic book but it's I think it's one that no matter no matter who you are and no matter what stage in life you will always find yourself in this book and it's The Alchemist I I, I literally wrote that down as you were I knew you were gonna say that (laughs) it is it every like everything well Paulo Coelho is an amazing author. Say it again. Yeah. Paulo Coelho. What? That's beautiful. Paulo Coelho. <laughs> Paulo Coelho. <laughs> I mean, he's written. Paul Coelho. <laughs> he's written so it's many, obviously, said. so mm-hmm. many books. Mm-hmm. But, like, everything that he writes, he. It's like he's endowed with. Mm-hmm. Endowed, is that the right word? Yeah, sure. sure. Imbued. Yeah, gifted yeah. in a way to understand good yeah. the the mind, like the mm-hmm. natural our natural mm-hmm. algorithms mm-hmm. of our mind, going mm-hmm. to like reference to Westworld, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> Michael <Crichton>. <laughs> <laughs> um, everything that happens in that book yeah. is every stage that happens to the boy in that book mm-hmm. is something that we can all identify mm-hmm. in our lives everything the human journey the human journey and the part that i i i feel myself that i'm still in and i'm and i'm kind of getting out of it um and this is one of the reasons why i was feeling a little almost like i had a a little bit of anxiety today because now i'm like okay i have what it is that i've been working so hard to get which is the car so that i can open the door to future opportunities Now that I have that, mm-hmm. now it's like, and maybe I just don't give myself time mm-hmm. to like relax. But now that I'm I'm 31, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, time's a flying. Right. And um, the part in the Dorian book where <laughs> <laughs> the part in the book where he, uh, you know, like he gets his all his his money stolen mm-hmm. from him, and he mm-hmm. has no other choice than mm-hmm. to get the job mm-hmm. in the. Um, in the, the tea shop sweeping or something like that right? yeah and yeah. he and he's very content with it mm-hmm. the the um, shop owner treats him very well mm-hmm. um, he makes friends with everyone that comes mm-hmm. into the shop he's good at it he's yeah. very good at yeah. it and he kind of takes what was it, like a year mm-hmm. uh, or two years mm-hmm. or something in the book and his calling the, his treasure mm-hmm. kind of like gets put to the side right. because he gets um, out of necessity. He has to take this kind of like real life um, 
obligation Mm -hmm. so that he can live. Mm -hmm. And I feel like so many of us do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what I've done. I I had to do that with Mm -hmm. uh, a a lot in my life because like my art, when we talk about purpose, Mm -hmm. um, I figured out that my, my purpose is to bring entertainment to entertain people yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. to the, like, I, I find such joy in bringing joy for people mm-hmm. that makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's singing, mostly it's really for acting for mm-hmm. me. It's the, it's the one thing, it's the one common denominator that has gone my entire life. Like that's still what I want to do. And it's mm-hmm. not for the glitz and glamor. Mm-hmm. I would be happy doing not a, I'm not a huge fan of stage, but that's besides the point. Mm-hmm. But doing something smaller where mm-hmm. someone could be like, wow, oh, your yeah. performance was great. It really yeah. touched me. Yeah. That's, yeah. That to me is amazing. Yeah. Um, so I unfortunately had to put that aside because it's also a very expensive mm-hmm. uh, yeah. um, life, life to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to mm-hmm. go after. Yeah, you have to have um, a super flexible schedule. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of risk involved, and I think we kind of talked about that a little bit too, though. Um, maybe not on the podcast, but risk taking is part of the, for me, the formula of being more creative is taking risks, mm-hmm. not just creatively, like, oh, I'm going to use flame when I paint next. Probably, maybe I should, <laughs> I'll consult some fire, some fire <laughs> first, but. You know, the whole moving out here from Colorado, you know, it's like there's some risk involved, but it's like, man, that 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 thrill of the risk and also accept just kind of like opening up to the like, all right, here we go. Like that. Taking that leap. It gives you that. At least it gives me that little boost of just like, cool, if you can handle that, you can handle some more of this and that. And it opens up the doors and it gives you that. Not not a I don't give a shit attitude. It's just kind of like, what what's next? Like, mm-hmm. come on, bring it on. Like, here yeah. we go. Let's go. Let's keep swimming in this ocean. Yeah. I don't know. So. Yeah. And I think I've told you. I'm like, man, take some risks. You know, calculated risks for sure on certain things are, what is advisable. But also, like, <laughs> I told you, I was like, I can't pay you right now, but I could use some help marketing because I I'm okay at it but it's like man that's why like I love having the group of Mm -hmm. friends that I do and meeting new people it's just like hey let's all help each other Mm -hmm. number one I want to help everybody Mm -hmm. it's not about like you said I love like and I do remember Henry saying you know like he was like something Justin does is he's like he doesn't always charge people for the hats he he works in trade I was like that's that needs to be way more prevalent in Mm -hmm. a lot of things and it's you know, my little ego boost to me is like, if I can help someone through this podcast, mm-hmm. like if I, I was like, I love to be a spring. I want to facilitate mm-hmm. people. Well, what do you want? I mean, do you want to monetize, monetize it and make money off of it? I'm like, that's all something that maybe could be a side product mm-hmm. of it. But like, ultimately it's like, I want, I want to facilitate. And that's kind of, and maybe, you know, finding what I want to do is help create help other people create and that helps me create mm-hmm. you know I guess I don't think I ever said that on here but maybe I have but it's one of those like that's yeah that that all plays into the whole like finding your 
your passion is that is it's a unique feeling mm-hmm. and I have moments of it where I find something but my problem is I get a little stretched I'm like I want to do that I want to do that right. oh, I want to do that but and that's part of the journey too is like I in that that one episode where I asked everybody I was like are you drawn towards something over everything else mm-hmm. and a lot of people said no like there's I kind of and I was like okay that's kind of neat here but also like meeting someone or people that have that like this is what I do this is mm-hmm. what I found I found it mm-hmm. it's like that's cool man share that because that's good to hear mm-hmm. it's, and it's hopeful mm-hmm. that's always something good to end on too is like the hope and be creative go out there and create people <laughs> damn it um, how do you guys feel Feel good. Awesome. Keep going. I'm fine. Yeah. We all feel good. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna plug your page one more time, dude. Okay. Thanks. And I'll spell it out because it's everybody listening. Go check out Justin's page. It's El Rancho Carpintero. So E L R A N C H C A R P I N T E R O. You misspelled it. I did. No, you dropped for forgot about. Wow. Ooh. El El Rancho. Oh, I said dyslexia. Yeah. That's okay, yeah. So Rancho Carpintero, everybody. Sorry, sorry. No, no problem. <laughs> it's uh, you're like Z. There's no Z in yeah. there now. <laughs> uh, put it on the social media. But yeah, dude. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll I'll put a link up to on our little Instagram page. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, dude. I really appreciate you being here, yeah. and um, I'm, I'm definitely inspired myself. to go get some more dig into the history. That that's a cool. That was a little bonus, man. I appreciate yeah, that. Good. Thanks. Thank um, you. Everybody listening, thank you. Gabby, thank you for being here. Josh, you left early, but that's okay. We love you. Thank you for being <laughs> yeah. here. Uh, cheers, everybody. Cheers. 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 Cheers.